0: Dot com.
1: Join the revolution.
0: get the corporate bullshit this is the rated r safety show with your host doctor uh it doesn't matter who the host is well it truly does not matter who the host is today is wednesday december the 2nd of 2020 day 337th of the year and only 29 days remaining for this bad boy to be over with anyways how are you hopefully everything is grand and fantastic in your neck of the woods starting off first thing in this glorious morning depending on where you're located so that's gonna be the other fun part there anyways we are broadcasting live from the safety fm studios 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 in orlando florida and we are streaming across the multiverse and i will call it the multiverse of safety fm Everything safety FM with the exception of safety FM plus, but that's okay. Cause I'm sure at some point we'll do that. And I'll talk about that here in the very, 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 very near future. Anyway. So everything, <laughs> hopefully everything has been grand over the last 23 hours referencing safety FM plus. I have been amazed. And I'm just going to say amazed with the amount of people that have already come about and claimed to hang out on safety FM plus Thank you. It is so much appreciated you guys doing that. Hopefully it is kind of going down the path of what you're looking for. So thank you very much for coming out, hanging out already on Safety FM Plus. Seems to be like there are some people enjoying the content and really enjoying already that you can download some stuff immediately. But anyways, enough about that. I'm sure I'll talk about it about a thousand times more before it's all said and done. Not today because I just don't want to talk about it the whole time. So anyway, so let's talk about this. I was actually going through some stuff yesterday. Because, of course, everything was going around and about and all that kind of fun stuff. And I think that at some point we have forgotten the roots of the show. And, yeah, we are kind of a news show now, heavily news. But we originally started off as a ranch show. So let me explain what I mean here. I'm talking about day in and day out. We would have people at the very beginning of the show come in and rant and complain about the things that they do not like about the the world of safety. Um, They would talk about individual stuff. They would talk about how they wanted to change X, Y, and Z. And what I sat back and looked at for a brief moment of time as I was thinking about this yesterday. We're no longer... A rant show. And what amazed me about the whole thing was this We're not a rant show because now we have become an open and honest conversation shows. And I am saying shows with an S at the end of it. Last night, I was taking a look at the X Factor of Safety with Pedro Maciel and the honesty and the openness that people are having nowadays in regards of conversations about what's going on inside of the industry, what's going on inside of the world where they want to see some things change. i I was just flabbergasted in seeing some of the changes that are going on. And believe me, I'm not saying, Oh yes, the rated R safety show did this. No, I'm, that's not what I'm saying, but I am so glad that as an industry, And as a group of individuals, we're able to have these open and honest conversations already that we're able to go out there and say, hey, listen, I don't like this. And I think this sucks. And we're able to move forward with it. And we're able to have the conversation amongst the group. And, you know, it was kind of fun for for some period of time. Of you know, doing the double entendres and doing the behind the scenes and talking about the things that we did not like and you know playing the field with colors of saying, Okay, I'm gonna use this color because X Company uses this color and then show this other color so that way people can get the the inside iggy of what was going on. But no, that's changed. And now it's the open, honest conversation, and I have to tell you when we were poking the bear at the very beginning, I thought it was kind of fun doing it in that fashion, but I am so glad that we're able to now have these conversations in such an honest format that was not seemed to be allowed previously. And I don't know why the hell I started off with that. Cause you know, that should have probably been late. Well, hey, let's talk about that towards the middle of the section here, but I didn't want to do that today. And I have to tell you, I get very bored with form, <laughs> and ritual when it comes to certain things. And I sometimes look around and I can see where some of these shows, presence Company included, how they can become boring to you. I mean, you tune in to hang out and maybe be entertained whatever time of the day it is that you're taking a listen to the different things. And... At no point should this become stagnant. And if it does become stagnant, I want you to hit up the host and let them know, me included. And that's perfectly cool. And listen, if there's something out there currently that you're taking a listen to, so let's say, for instance, there is a show on blah, blah, blah that you really enjoy and you would like to see it here, let me know. Seriously, I, I am not shy on reaching out to people to have conversations about, you know, potentially joining and kind of, you know, giving them a platform, or if you know somebody who has something to say, and I think we all have something to say, but, you know, they'd be okay behind a camera or behind a microphone, hit me up, let me know, seriously, all, all joking aside. But anyways, let's get into the important part. Let me get off the soapbox real quick. And let's move forward and going on to what is important for today. And let's talk about the world of safety and trends And today's Wednesday. So we always talk about what is going on inside of the world of books because it is Wednesday. So top fiction books and nonfiction books currently to according to the New York Times. So let's go ahead and take it from the number five spot up in the fiction category. A Time for Mercy at number five. At number four, The Law of Innocence. At number three, Homebody. At number two, Daylight. At number one, Rhythm of War. This is according to the New York Times bestseller list. And in the nonfiction category, here we go. Frontier Follies at number five. No Time Like the Future. That's written by Michael J. Fox, just in case. And that's at number four. At number three, Dolly Parton, Songteller. Guess who wrote that one? At number two, Green Lights. And in the number one book in the nonfiction category is promised land by former president Barack Obama. So anyway, so that's what's going on inside of the, of the trends of the books. And, you know, sometimes I have had people reach out to me and say, why do you talk about books? Well, if you remember last year or last year, listen to me at the beginning of this year, we were having a discussion that this was going to be a year that we discussed a lot about books that we were going to have the discussion about books that you're reading and things to that extent, but then there was this little small thing that occurred and changed the world, knowing as COVID nineteen the pandemic. So we kind of didn't put the focus on it, and I and I kind of disagree that I that we did that and I, that I did that. Because we should have been talking about books, and we should have been talking about expansion. Now, if you do listen to Unapologetically Bold with Emily Elrod, she has recently made a post wanting to know what books are. Are essential for people to actually read. And what is your book that is essential? So if you haven't fo- seen the post, you can go to LinkedIn, follow Emily Elrod from Unapologetically Bold, and she will actually have a list of books. And her listeners are actually corresponding with that as well. So I would love for you to take a look at look at that if you do get a chance. That way you can see a list of things you might be interested in. And that is Emily Elrod, just in case. So, anyways, let's get you into some feature story news, and then let, let me get. Uh, as you can see, I'm very jabby wabby this morning. So let's get that rolling right away. Feature Story News, new br- news broadcasters that really know what the hell they're talking about. And then we'll get back over here.
1: Here is the news on the Radio Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine has been approved for use by regulators in the UK. Officials say it will now be rolled out in Britain from next week the UK has ordered 40 million doses health secretary Matt Hancock says the NHS is ready for the rollout thankfully here we are and we have the news that help is on its way the vaccine is approved and we have the 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 rollout ready to go from next week now the majority of this uh, rollout will be uh, in the new year. South Korea says home quarantines have reached an all-time high amid the latest spike in the country's COVID-19 infections. Average cases have been around 500 a day for much of the past week. Seoul says the public needs to be more cautious. Bruce Harrison reports from Seoul. Prime Minister Chan Se-gyun says home quarantines have cleared 70,000. Mr Chan says the public needs to more strictly follow social distancing rules and the government can only do so much on its own. Last month, top disease prevention official Jung Eun-kyung has said people need to accept they won't be seeing each other as often, even family members. Under new guidelines, cafes have moved into a takeout-only model and restaurants stop serving at 9 p.m. Bars and clubs have been closed. The jump in quarantines comes as South Korea prepares to hold college entrance exams. The annual event on Thursday has already been postponed by weeks due to the pandemic. Bruce Harrison, Seoul. Hong Kong democracy activist Joshua Wong has been jailed for 13 and a half months for his role in anti-government protests last year. Fellow activists Agnes Chow and Ivan Lam have been given shorter sentences. All three pleaded guilty to inciting an unauthorised protest outside police headquarters. Richard Kimber reports from the courthouse in Hong Kong. Lawyers for the three former leaders of the now disbanded democracy activist group Democisto had called for lenient sentences. They had urged the magistrate to consider that the activists were in their mid-twenties and hadn't taken part in any violence during the protest. The magistrate said prison was the only appropriate option and that a suspended sentence would not act as a strong enough deterrent. Joshua Wong had pleaded guilty to organising the protest and inciting others to join. He faces 13 and a half months in prison. Ivan Lam and Agnes Chow also both pled guilty to incitement. Lam was sentenced to seven months, while Chow received a ten-month sentence after also pleading guilty to an additional charge of participating in the protest. Both Joshua Wong and Ivan Lam have been jailed before for convictions relating to their activism, but this is the first time Agnes Chow has been given a prison sentence. Richard Kimber, in Hong Kong. The UN says it's reached a deal with Ethiopia to allow aid into the Tigray region where government and separatist forces have been fighting. It's thought food and medicine supplies for millions of people are running low. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
3: This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show.
2: Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show.
0: Yeah, I guess you have to some extent listened at your own risk. Did you hear that? You're not going to be seeing people as frequently as you thought. And then what do you think about hearing about the, the UK, the UK is ready to go? The UK is ready to go, baby, in regards of moving forward with the vaccine. How are you taking a look at all this stuff? You have some interesting things always going on and around and about and talking about all this fun stuff. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there, I know there's some people that are saying, hey, that's not what I'm looking for. This is not probably the time to do the thing. But, hey, we have to talk about it. We definitely have to talk about it because it's becoming part of our own reality. I slowly just jacked up that camera. Um, No, it's becoming the part of the reality of what's exactly going on. So let's just be realistic about it. Some people are pro, some people are against, some people are I don't know what the hell, but it is part of the conversation of what exactly is going on. So let's talk about it in that fashion. That's for sure. So a lot of interesting things going on. Let's not lie about it. Let's not say that it's not the case. But the vaccine is, you know, becoming more and more prominent in what's going on in the different countries. I mean, I've been looking at a lot of the stuff that's going on in my friends out there at, at in the U.K. and them talking about some of the different things that are going on. What are you thinking as you see this? What are you thinking as you hear about this? I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Can not just leave it at that? that light just start flashing? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Sorry about that. Um, so I don't know. It becomes a weird conversation right away on pro against so on. A lot of stuff to be to be spoken about as we move forward talking about this for sure. That's one way to look at it. Anyways, let's start getting into the top of the shit list because that's going to be the important part. So let's take you from the very top. A group of four Americans claimed that they were being held hostage in British Virgin Island hotel room after they accidentally sailed into a territory waters, which is prohibited during COVID-19 crisis. Lynn Hines of South Carolina told News WJLA, that's W, oh, hold on, I I want to do it in announcer voice, hold on, (laughs) WJLA, that she and her husband and two friends um, realized about a mile too late that they had sailed into a forbidden seas, when they tried to turn around, they were met by custom agents. Hines told the outlet that that their passports and boat documentation were seized, and they were told that they would be fined for entering the country illegally. The U S department is aware of the matter and it is providing assistance. What do you think here? Ah, What kind of boat do you have? My friend? I mean, let's talk about it real quick. You went how far and you went exactly to where and how the hell did you get there? I mean, there's a lot of strange stuff there, but that's for sure. Um, as we talk about it. So what do you think about this? And I mean, I guess there is no planning against it or what you can do. I mean, and you're locked up in a hotel in the British Virgin islands. I don't know. Is that that section of the the conversation that you go? Sorry, not sorry. I don't know. I'm just asking.
2: Oops. What did she just say? We at Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, so some chapters of Black Lives Matters movements are revolting. Against the organization, 10 local chapters issued a statement this week outlining their concerns, citing the lack of accountability, a lack of financial transparency, and a lack of financial support from the leaders. In June, the Daily Caller reported that the BLM Global Network spent millions of between July 2017 and June 2019 on consultants and staff compensations. Those figures don't show other types of financial support given to the local BLM chapters. BML Global Network Managing Director Khalees Scales told the news outlet. So what do you think here? I mean, I know that there was the movement and there was a lot of conversation about it. There was a lot of attention that was being brought forward. And then now we're seeing this, at least this is what the news that is breaking around. And now let's be realistic. This is a portion of a conversation and let, we have to maybe start having the convo here of what does transparency technically look like? Because that's what we're talking about. Yeah. A lot of interesting stuff. I do bring up the BLM stuff because it is important to what is going on outside there inside of the world. So let's not lie here and say, Oh, we can't talk about it. No, we need to talk about this. This is stuff that needs to be spoken about regardless of what the hell is going on, because we need to figure out what is happening inside of the world. And you know, It was a pretty big movement and still is, but we saw a lot of interaction around the George Floyd stuff. And let's just not let's not play it off and say, oh, no, it's it's just a thing. No, it is a conversation piece that needs to be ongoing. Let's continue real quick right after this.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, Major Jenny Durkin plans to sign a new city budget that will reduce funding the, for the Seattle police officers by 18%, despite the fact that the homicides in the city are reaching a record highs. Council members voted last week to cut spending for the police training over time and eliminate dozens of vacant positions within the Seattle Police Department they also also told to transfer parking enforcement officers to mental health workers and 9-11 dispatchers out of the department. The plan comes as the city's marked the 55th murder of the year as of Monday. So what do you think here? I mean, and I know that there was a lot of conversation about defunding the police department in a a lot of areas, and it was really, there was a lot of conversation coming out of the Black Lives Matters movement in that particular regards. So what do you think as you hear this, especially seeing this particular area up there in good old Seattle, Washington, that this is what they're deciding to do. Are you for it? And are you, or are you against it? Also transfer a parking officers, mental health workers and nine eleven dispatchers out of the department. I don't know. Is this, the, is this what we're looking for? Across the board here. I mean, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about, and I don't want to sit here and go, "Oh, I'm kind of scared of talking about it." Because, <laughs> no, I'm not. But we have to talk about this. Is what exactly are we looking at here? So you're defunding part of the police department, and so what is going to be add-on replacement to? Where's that 18 percent going to go in this particular one? That's what we have to start talking about. This is the stuff that we have to start talking about to our leaders that are out there inside of the government of what is going to be done next. Can't just be a conversation that dies out right after that. It has to be a conversation that is ongoing. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Kim Jong-ong, the family has reported that given the experimental coronavirus vaccine, according to the North Korea Expert Center of National Interest, the Kims were vaccinated within the last two weeks with the vaccine. Our last two to three weeks with the vaccine um, supply uh, supplied by the Chinese government. There are at least three Chinese companies developing the vaccine, including Center from Grope, Back, Biotech and Cassine Sign Bio. It is a new <laughs> nuclear which the company supplied the Kim's company Kim's with the vaccine. So that's interesting to hear. Interesting to hear that their leader decided to go first to tail on it. So, good for him, I guess. I don't I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that. Where do you take that? Like, seriously, where do you take it after you, you say something like this? Anyways, an anal- analysis of 4.4 million U.S. students in the grade between third and eighth grade found that compared to last year, they scored an average of 5 to 10% points lower in math. And with those grades, 3 of 4 and 5, experiencing the largest drop according to the NWEA a research based nonprofit organization that creates academic assessments math skills or deficits carry over into the next year meaning that the setbacks due to the coronavirus shutdowns could potentially follow students through the rest of their academic years so what do you think this has to do with because it does it is not very specific It does not say if this is launch ed or what they're using for most part in regards of behind the scenes. If you're doing the digital schooling or it does not talk about the in-person schooling. It just gives you some general bullshit to talk about. It does not give you actual factual numbers or where they got the category of. So what are you thinking about this? What are you seeing if you are a parent out there or if you know somebody who has children? Are you seeing, a you know. Some issues and difficulties when it comes to certain things of these matters. And to think about that, let's say, for instance, you fall into this category, you're in the third grade. You're telling me for the next nine years, this stuff's gonna follow you? Like, seriously, rough stuff there. That is some rough stuff as we talk about it. There is no doubts, ins, Fs, or buts about it altogether. That's for sure. Anyway, so what are you thinking about this? Are you seeing the impact in your neck of the woods? Because that's always something that we need to talk about, because that's always going to be the most important part of the conversation.
2: You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
0: Yeah, Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM. Yeah, you got it. Close to half of the nation's workforce could be less... Been a month away from losing access to paid leave programs aimed to help slow down the coronavirus spread, the Family First Coronavirus Response Act, passed in the early days of the crisis, required that most employees or employers give give workers up to two weeks of sick and sick days at a full pay if they contracted the virus, and additional twelve weeks of leave two-thirds paid to care for their children whose schools were closed. The programs are due to expire here at the end of December, meaning that no, no, near 90 million people will lose those benefits, Then this is according to Politico. Yeah, I said Politico. Yeah, I said Politico. So let's talk about that real quick. You know, I talk to a lot of people, and we have a lot of strange discussions, but I will tell you there were some work environments talking to some other people throughout that were saying, hey, my boss is pissed off that somebody was out due to COVID, and they were actually applying to take the leave portion, and the dude wanted to fire the employee. Like, I was thinking— what kind of HR nightmare are you looking for, number one? Plus, you're probably going to get sued. That's number two. But what do you think about this now? Now we're talking about potentially leaving this all out come December. And, you know, a lot of stuff happens during this time. Anytime that you have a change of administration, there's normally a weird, some weird things that happen. And I don't know if this will fall to the wayside or if it will fall between the caps of the transition because let's talk about it. If we're talking the end of December, we're talking at the earliest, earliest 20 to 21 days with the new administration going in. And let's not get too political of what the hell is going on. Because I know that can become a whole other conversation. But think about it for a moment. Think about how that will end up working and how that would end up looking. So if you have all of this going on, so let's imagine, and let's just use this as a as a practice run for a moment. If you had to go out because of COVID, how the hell is that going to work if that leave is no longer there for you? That's something to think about it, and let's think about it in the other fashion, too. Let's say, for instance, hypothetically, and I did say hypothetically, that all of a sudden, boom, you don't have any vacation time and you don't have any sick time left. So what the hell are you going to do there? That's going to be a pretty interesting thing going forward from there. Think about it in that fashion.
2: Oops, what did she just say? We at
0: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So making the news stories, a phallic-shaped sculpture
0: is missing from the German (laughs) mountainside where it first appeared several years ago. Local media reports that officers from the town of are investigating the disappearance, although it remains unknown if an actual crime has been committed. The almost seven foot tall sculpture appeared that have been chopped down over the weekend. The local legend says the sculpture, which has become a hotspot destination for hikers in recent years, was made as a prank birthday present, and then it was hauled up to the mountain and left for others to enjoy. I don't know why that's making the news stories, But, hey, it's there, and now you know. Anyways, did you hear about this one program that came out, you know, earlier in the year? Yeah, earlier in the year. There was this program that was making the sequences all over the place. It was this app that was available that was called Quibi. Yeah, Quibi. You know, the one that you could watch on your phone, but your phone had to be in Portrait mode, not landscape. Everything was recorded portrait, so 4x3, not 16.9, or 16 by 9 method if you want to kind of go into some math there. So Quibi is officially dead. As of yesterday, the Quibi app is no longer operable, making it the quick and quiet end of Jeffrey Kastisberg, $1.75 billion quest to take over a piece of streaming pie. The Quibi app will remain on users' devices until they delete it. Boy, that's not inspiring. That's not inspiring at all. So Quibi has already died $1.75 billion into this thing. And all of a sudden, it's out the door. And I guess that's always the learning experience. It's the learning experience of what you can do. And let me tell you. We talk about different things here, and let's kind of do the twist here, and I'm not going to say like like Chuck Taylor did, but I'm talking about thinking about it in this format and in this fashion. You are aware that sometimes you're going to take risk on things that they're not going to work out. Quibi is using the perfect example here. $1.75 billion. Yes, very expensive venture. Let's not say that it's not because it definitely is. But what do you think that they have learned from everything that they've done there? Do you think that they're going to learn and improve and now they'll do something better? Or do you think this guy is just going to call it a day now that he's lost $1.75 billion inside of this format? I mean, there's it's a lot to think about. Think about it in that fashion. A lot of stuff going on there for sure. A lot of stuff to think. Quibi. Yeah, that was supposed to be popular.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
3: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
3: Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show
1: on Safety FM.
0: Okay, so Tuesday Tuesday kicked off a new trading month with positive momentum as the Dow added 185 points and the Nasdaq surged about 156 points and the S&P rose about 40 points. Strong market performance was achieved during the session despite weaker than forecasted manufacturing data. Boeing climbed up about 1.2% while the United States Steel increased about 6.2%. Long-term interest rates spiked with general in. indicates an anticipation of future increased economic demand and inflations. Banks which saw profit from increasing rates saw gains and results. So there you go. There you go again, talking about the other stuff that is going inside the side of the economy. So there you go. A, A 16 year old Wisconsin high school student died over Thanksgiving break of a coronavirus related illness. A junior at Madison East High School died of COVID pneumonia, according to the father of the child. I'm not going to say the name. Uh, The family told the Mr. Wiston that his son was sick, but did not exhibit any respiratory symptoms that are commonly seen with the virus. It had tested negative for COVID at the hospital days before his death. So how the hell does that work? Covid pneumonia. I haven't heard this one. This is new. This is new to me. Have you heard this? Has anybody else heard this about COVID pneumonia? And don't get me wrong. I know that we were told that the winter would be much worse than what it was previously in the year. So does this mean that there's going to be a new strand of things going on? Is that what we're looking at? I mean, a lot of stuff going on for sure. Let's not take it the wrong way. That's what we're talking about. Um, so a lot of stuff going on there, but I guess we'll see it as we go. I mean, when it deals with anything related to death, it's always kind of hard to determine what is going on and what is moving forward there. So let's think about it in that particular fashion and let's go from there because I guess that's one way to look at it for sure as we do tend to move forward here on the Rated R Safety Show. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a Face for radio.
3: Rated R safety show.
0: So let me talk about this because I have not mentioned this, and we're probably about a week away. I did mention it, I think, a, a few weeks ago, but let's talk about it one more time. I have this event with Josh Caldwell coming up right here, so let's flash that on the screen real quick. Um, so this event is coming up. This event is related to servant leadership. Let me move this out of my, out of my way real quick. Um, so this is coming up actually next week, December the 9th. And this is, we're calling it the Revolutionary Servant Leadership Workshop. This is what it is. What it is is going to consist of a class, Joshua Caldell, that you're going to get to know a little bit more here shortly here on the network. He is from a company called SLI, and we will be actually conducting a class on servant leadership, we're calling it the Revolutionary Leader, Servant Leadership, because we'll also be discussing the Simple Revolutionary Acts book which is a course that I normally teach, and then we're going to be having this portion of servant leadership that he talks about how to be a servant leader inside of the inside of the world of safety. So that's something that's going on next week on the on the 9th at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern time, so you're more than welcome on coming out, participating, taking a look at what's going on. Now, we are doing this in kind of an interesting method, so let me kind of explain what's going on here. This particular course will be available to you. Of course, it'll be a streaming event. You can find it on safetyfm.io, safetyfm.io. But we're also doing it as a normal standard class, but we're also doing it as a pay-it-forward class. So once you go to the website, you have two ticket options. You have the actual pay-it-forward option, and you have the normal ticket. The choice is yours. We want to make this readily available to everyone that's out there to be able to participate inside of the class itself. This will be our last class that we will be doing for the year. And I'm talking about from the Safety FM standpoint, this is the last class of the year that we'll be conducting. So if you're interested in actually finding out some more information, you can go to safetyfm.io. That is safetyfm.io, where you can find out exactly what is going on inside of that neck of the woods. Don't go
3: anywhere.
2: You're listening to the home of real safety talk.
0: You are listening to
3: Safety FM. We'll be right back. When you're in the courtroom fighting big business, government, or insurance companies, you can't blink because they can smell fear. They have the money and the power to grind you down. And that's why you need me. I'm not afraid and I don't cut and run, it's in my DNA. And that's why we're unstoppable.
0: Sentimental Road by Brendan Muller coming to you right now on the Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, a little techno tune right there. I could probably talk over that the rest of the show. Yeah, I remember the days of the radio show being music oriented, where we would actually play music in the background during the whole episode. Some people like that. And the funny thing is that we had done some research. I don't know if I should say this out loud, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, We had done some research and found out that if you actually kind of played tones in the background, that it kind of kept people's attention even if they were bored on the conversation piece. Yes, don't recommend inside of the boxes. This is something I should do for this show. Anyway, so let's get back into the side of the portion of the news and talk about what's going on. Portion control. Yeah, portion control. The COVID-19 pandemic has many people wondering if it's safe to share holiday baking with friends and family this year. The good news is that there is that evidence shows that the virus that causes COVID isn't easily spread through food. The bad news is that food scientists and occupational health and safety specialists such as McGill yeah. University of and <laughs> Ozeria suggest that you may still want to skip it. Now hold on. No Ruzi says the first <laughs> No Rosie says that first it is best to confirm with the recipient that they would like to have the gift. If they if they do, then the onus is on you to make sure that you deliver it in sanitary condition. While research has shown no evidence of COVID-19 tra- being transmitted through food, the food chain Coronavirus strains are capable of living in low and freezing temperatures and on food packaging. Naruzi suggested putting your baking in a clean, sanitized container left outside of a home in order to follow social distancing guidelines, but points out that those who really want to avoid the risk shouldn't accept the homemade treats at all. Hold on, hold on, hold the phone, man. Is this something that you're actually still kind of participating in? I know this is something that's kind of big inside of the work environment during the time that we would actually accept, um, well, that we would actually accept goods, goods from people about what they're actually, you know, wanting to share with you. So, anyways, I don't know. I'm just asking. Suddenly, I get the feeling that we're going to be seeing a lot of porch pirates this month. I mean, it kind of happens anyway with a lot of the packaging that gets left out. And you know, the other thing is, hear that, honey. Uh, we definitely can't share the freezer freezer full of Christmas fudge and rum balls that you just finished making for this weekend. Shame, shame. I guess we'll just have to eat them here. Anyways, on the other hand, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the one doing the baking. Same as every year. It's definitely the food you have to worry about. Definitely the food you have to worry about. I don't know. Kind of weird times there for sure. I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's cold in most places. I mean, I'll complain that it's cold here in Florida today and the area that I'm located. It's currently 39 degrees. So, yeah, I mean, so if somebody left a container at my house and left it on the porch, good luck getting in, um, but leaving it on the porch, that would be something that would be interesting because then all of a sudden now you're starting to talk about, okay, so now I have to be worried about containers and all this other stuff. God, I'll be so concerned about everything going on. Anyways, don't be caught short. There are a lot of people who would love to be a little bit taller. And there are plenty of guys who say that they are a little taller than than they are. Yeah, I think that's kind of common. Now, thanks to a sneaky new shoe, there actually can be. Pete Gibson says that the Lad Lift, yes, the Lad Lift was inspired by the desire to be a little bit taller. And now he has launched a Kickstarter campaign to manufacture the special elevation extended footwear. On the fundraising pages, he says that lad lifts increase the height and confidence that it takes to tie up your laces. What the sneaker used to be called invisible extra thick insole adds about two point two inches in height, and they are available in black or white. And shortly, Gibson hopes to be able to ship them from, uh, ship them to the world from his UK home by March of next year. Huh. I wonder if they have a steel toe. A steel toe. Option, because I always think that that's important, especially for the stuff that we normally do. So that would be interesting. And I say we as a group inside of the world of safety, not me as standing in here inside of a studio. So let's just make sure that I'm clear here. Um, Also, the other thing, finally, I'll be six foot tall. I'll just need to get about three pairs. Too bad that I'm already over six foot tall. So basically, orthopedics, that um, that can't be removed. So hold on. My question becomes this, then. Does this mean that automatically when you stand up are you're going to do anything, you can't take your shoes off? That's going to be the, the thing. Sounds great, but I'm a little suspicious. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, that's going to be the, the strange stuff going on for sure, moving into that neck of the woods. Listen to our host of the Rated-R Safety Show. Self-implode
3: on our airwaves, only on Safety FM.
0: So do you want to start getting really concerned? Working from home, starting for real. Yeah, for real now. Microsoft has rolled out what is called a productivity score, which lets bosses track their employees using Microsoft's suite of tools. When the company announced the feature in October, they called it a broad insights to transform how to get how things get done to employers. The tool gathers data of each employee's behavior across 73 metrics and presents a breakdown of to their bosses at the end of the month. This includes how often the worker runs their camera on, uh, how frequently they, they send emails, uh, whether they regularly contribute to shared documents in the group chat, and the number of days they use a program such as Word, Excel, Skype, Outlook, or Teams. Microsoft has gone out of its way to claim that the feature is not work monitoring tool bullshit. I mean, uh, but pr- uh, privacy experts are criticizing the company, saying that basically they're gamifying workplace surveillance. With one of them writing <laughs> writing that productivity score is like the personal, is a person with a stopwatch and a clipboard sitting behind you and meticulously recording how long you spend on each task, then reporting them to, to the findings to your management holy crap dude and don't get me wrong i like some microsoft products not all I, i'm not gonna lie here um yes i am fully aware we are streaming on linkedin owned by microsoft and yes i am fully aware that i do not i do use a microsoft compu- or style computer on one side and apple computers for everything else but yeah i don't know i think that's a bunch of bullshit dude uh there are some times that I am doing stuff that is not related to being on a computer. I am sure that there is a work case scenario where that occurs to you as well, especially if you're on a job site. So, this is kind of random. So, that reminds me, God, I miss Karen. <laughs> this wouldn't bother me if I knew now that half of those programs work, but that's the problem. Half of the shit that most of the time, if you get an update, the thing doesn't work properly. And in all fairness, I hope that my boss gets a breakdown of how often my boss uses this thing because that's the other portion. And let's talk about that for a moment. I don't know if this is going to be realistic because all of a sudden now it's imagine I'm sitting here and I'm reading a document that's important to a report that I need to write, but it is a actual tangible paper document. How the hell is that going to work? I mean, I know some friends that'll be scared to death of this shit. I mean, I would say under common community process, I'd be kind of worried, too, because God knows that not everything you do will be on a Microsoft program, and that's for sure.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
3: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so I have to say this because
0: I felt that we kind of— didn't mention it so much yesterday, but I want to talk about it once again. So, listen to this. We talked about this new word, according to Merriam Webster, that has announced the pandemic as the word of 2020. This is according to Peter Solowski, editor of the Large of, of at Large at Medium Webster. But that's probably isn't a big shock, as he is right. Searches for the pandemic on March 11. When the World Health Organization declared the novel coronavirus outbreak as a global pandemic, you want to know what it was compared to what it had been seen from the previous year? On March 11th, this is the reason, and I forgot to say this important gem yesterday when we were talking about it. There was an increase of searching for that word by 115,806%. Let's try that again. 115,806%. So that was the increase that they had seen on the word alone compared to the previous year. Yeah, I definitely think that would make it word of the year for sure. If you're really talking about things and really giving a look to what is going on, that is for sure of what is happening here. So anyways, think about it in that fashion, because there's a lot of stuff going on when you start thinking about it.
2: More sarcasm than mortal combat beatdown. down our safety
0: show. Okay, so a lot of stuff going on, real quick. So let's talk about the world of the swamp. Attorney General Bill Barr said Tuesday the FBI has not seen any evidence of widespread voter fraud connected to last month's election. The announcement drew an, uh, the, the ire of Trump supporters who, across social media, accused Barr of being an anti Trump deep stater. What do you think about that when you start hearing this? I mean, I know there's been a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes here in regards of what's going on with the election or happened with the election or voter fraud, according to some and others. So I don't know something to think about, especially somebody inside of Trump's own camp. But I need to shut up about that kind of stuff. Let's just move on and talk a little bit more here. Uh, there could be a. A hope for another economic relief package before the end of the year. Speaker Nancy Pelosi resumed talks with Steve Mnuchin on Tuesday. At the time, the bipartisan group of legislators pitched legislation that what would provide about 300 or $300 in a weekly unemployment assistance and reopen a paycheck protection program. Worth noting, Pelosi has blocked a clean reauthorization of the PPP funds 40 times since August to use it as a bargaining chip of government spending. Hey, don't shoot the messenger, giving it to you yeah, as as it says right there inside of the black and white. Anyways, Joe Biden will formally nominate Jeanette Yellen as the head of the U.S. Treasury during his administration, as she has a big agenda. During the announcement event on Tuesday, Yellen said that she'll leverage her position to address gender disparities and the climate crisis. In case you were wondering what the role of the national core financial institution should be. (laughs) uh and then worth noting of course during the during the little thing it was biden didn't take any questions just what happened don't don't get mad at me because of what i say I can only tell you the news as it's reported, as it's shared with me, as it's loved, as we have the discussion more and more of what's going on. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more. Here's what's going on inside of the world of the lottery. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $231 million. That's the jackpot or $180 million cash payout. I'll tell you, I'll take it and leave. Maybe I'll just go to Thailand. Yeah, Thailand. Yeah, I said that. Thailand. Safety never sounded so terrible.
3: Rated R Safety Show. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show.
0: I don't know why our host has a face for radio.
3: Rated R Safety
0: Show. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about the world of show business real quick and talk about a little things going on. The ongoing made HBO history as the network's first original series to grow consistently week over week. Also, the series finale saw 3 million viewers becoming the most watched night of viewing for HBO original series since season 2 finale of Big little lies back in 2019. A side note, the viewership of The Undoing and HBO Max original series, The Flight Attendant, starring Kaylee Cuoco, helped drive the record engagement on the platform, resulting in large numbers of weekly hours watched HBO Max since it launched according to Deadline. I don't know. I've been watching some, I watch all kinds of weird stuff on HBO. I watch tons of documentaries when I get the chance to watch them. But I watched a little weird show a few days ago uh, and been going back and forth speaking to a friend about it called The Industry. That show is wacko, man. Wacko. I mean, I'm not saying, by no means is this an endorsement for the show, but it is a little strange show. And they busted out after I started watching it it and released all the episodes at one time. It's a weird show. I don't, I don't even know why I'm bringing it up because I talked about HBO Max. Anyway, so another thing that happened yesterday, I want to bring it up real quick. There was an introduction of Elliot Page. Yeah, introduction to Elliot Page. The actor formerly known as Ellen Page shared Tuesday that he is a transgender. The 33 year old made the announcement on social media, writing that he feels lucky to be here and to arrive and have arrived to this in his place in his life. Page also noted that he will use pronouns he and they going forward. If you're not familiar, Ellen Page, who is now Elliot Page, was one of the stars of the movie Inception. Also, the lead role for the movie Juno, just in case you were wondering what I'm talking about there. So, anyways, interesting times going on there. It was interesting announcement, seeing that going on, but something that I would want to, to share today as we're talking about this. Anyways, let's talk about the world of sports. Let's kind to laugh for us for a half second. Jake Paul wants to fight Conor McGregor. The 23 year old called out McGregor after beating Nate Robinson on the Mike Tyson undercard over the weekend. He went as far to say that sh- that should they meet in a boxing ring, the fight would be legendary much more impressive than the guy that he's fighting in January as previously reported McGregor has said to you come out of retirement to face Dustin Poirier next month." isn't this like McGregor's third comeback or something like that hasn't he retired like third three times I mean at some point you just have to say the dude's taking an extended break and I don't think he needs the money I mean and let's Let's not play it off as he's not good at what he does. He is great. I mean, I'm sure he could whip most of our asses in, in no time flat. But it's just interesting the, the frequency of retirement. It isn't, I mean, he's already rich. I don't know why he's doing it. I mean, what, is, what does he have to prove? Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit more and, more and more and more and more and more and more of what's going on inside of the world. Let's give you a little bit of whack facts of what's going on today. So here is the world of the whack facts. Here we go. Beards are fast are the fastest growing hair on the human body. That can't include... That, that's there. There's no truth to that. A woman can't grow a beard. I mean, I guess it could if they wanted to. Anyways, statistically, the safest form of travel... Miles Stroud versus number of death is an elevator. Yep, think about it that way. Horses can kick back, forward, and sideways. More than 60% of the meaning in any conversation is communicated (laughs) non-verbally. Lemons contain more sugar than strawberries. And Barry White's music can be used by marine biologists to encourage sharks to mate. Think about that. Encourage sharks. Sharks to mate by taking a listen to good old Barry White. So there you go. That's what's going on. Anyways, let's talk about a little bit about what's going on in the world of BS today. Today's BS slices come to you directly. Guns N' Roses have just announced the first stadium tour since COVID-19 shutdown concerts. And just this week, this past weekend, Axel Rose has been seen preparing to arrive late for the first show. KFC has donated money to the Salvation Army Red Kettle Drive and is urging others to step up during a tough season for the nonprofit. This reaffirms my faith in humanity. Then I see Kylie Jenner and it's gone again. Bob Dylan's paper, including unpublished, ly- <laughs> unpublished lyrics, have been sold at auction for four hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. Expensive, sure, but a bargain when you consider that. There's about 15 kilos of weed rolled up in the paper. It's official the holiday it's officially the holiday season. You can tell because Starbucks is pushing the Michael Bublé Christmas CD instead of the regular Michael Bublé CD. Meteorologists fear that Santa Santa Ana wind in Southern California could gust up to 65 miles per hour. The last time they had a condition like this, San Fernando Valley residents awoke in their yards littered with porn stars. Think about that for a half second.
2: Oops! What did he just say? We at
3: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, so just because we're taking it a little bit more chill today, here you go. Listen to this one real quick. Let's see if you can name. Let's see if you can name the tune. So here you go. BS name the corporate tune. Guess what company the slogan belongs to. I want to show you this for a moment. Think about this. Like a good neighbor, blank blank is there. What is it? State Farm. Let's go to the next one. The best part of waking up is blank in your cup. That's Folgers. So, let's see. How about this one? da da da. I'm loving it. What is it? McDonald's. $5, $5 foot long. That's Subway. What would you do for a blank bar? That's Glondike. I'm stuck on blank brand because blank brand is stuck on me. That is Band Aid. I'm a big kid now. What am I using? And that's pull ups. I don't want to grow up. I want to be a blank, blank, blank kids. That's a Toys R Us kids. I want my baby McBaby McBaby big baby back. Ribs. And what is it? Chilies. So how about this one? Meow 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 meow. That is the Meow Mix. That is a cat food. So here's what I want to tell you about this real quick. I reference these slogans because you go, well, I knew the bulk of them. They're kind of catchy, blah blah blah. So if you develop, as you can see, these are marketing strategies. So if you develop a good strategy inside of your organization, think about how catchy, how catchy some of your safety programs, depending based on the slogan, can be. What? Yeah, what? Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. So this stuff sticks because it's catchy. So the next time you are perfecting your program or doing whatever think about some of this stuff this stuff i mean i will tell you yesterday evening yeah it was definitely yesterday evening i was walking around with the stupid state farm song going on in my head or slogan or whatever the hell you want to call it but if you think about that creativeness of using that and imagine using that inside of your safety program on how some of these things would stick Stick, stick, stick. So there you go. Some stuff to think about real quick. Let's give you some other stuff before we let you go and get moving and grooving. Let's talk about some of the birthdays that are going on today. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, turns 37 today. Oh, the one and only Britney Spears turns 39 today. Nellie Furtado turns 42. Monica Sells turns 47. Lucy Liu, 52. And Kathy Lee Crosby. Turned 76 today. That's what's going on inside of the world of birthdays. On this day, on this day, let's talk about what happened back in 2001. Energy giant Enron files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. The move incited one of the largest corporate scandals to ever rock the U.S. Enron got in trouble for its creative and illegal accounting practices that defrauded shareholders and their employees. The company stock price dropped from $90 a share in the mid-2000s, less than a dollar by December. So there you go. That's what happened back on this date. Not to try to bring up pain points, but definitely something to talk about of what exactly was going on back at the time. Anyways, let's talk about some stuff real quick. In case you need a phone starter for today, use this one. What to you is the greatest Christmas movie of all time? If you need a random joke for the day, use this one. I don't know about you, but I'm really nervous about Christmas break. The last time the school gave me gave my kids my kids for a week, they wouldn't take them back. If you need a question for the water cooler, use this one. According to a study, this is the a trick to getting people to at work to tell the secret gossip. What is it? Get them to laugh. Oh, boy, isn't that true? Something to think about for sure. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. So taking it from the top, it's National Fritters Day, National Mutt Day, Special Education Day, and National Package Protection Day. And then that's, you know, that's always the Wednesday after Thanksgiving, just in case you were wondering. So there you go. That's what we have going on here today. And let me tell you real quick about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are running into any thoughts of depression or suicide, Call my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That is at 1 800 273 TALK, 1 800 273 TALK, or 1 800 273 8255. We can't do what we do without you, so please make sure that you do give them a call because it is important for your mental health. If you don't want to do the phone call, you can actually go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org and type directly into the chat box and that will be readily available for you. Anyways, thank you for listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I always appreciate you coming out, hanging out and doing some different things with us first thing here in the good old morning in the US of A or unless you're listening to us internationally at whatever point you're taking a listen, that be it via the radio station or the podcast network or on the streaming. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, think about this. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some storms come to clear your path. Think about that one, and I'm sure that things will get much better for you. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM, home of Real Safety Talk. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye.
1: Duh.
3: any form or by any means mechanical electronic recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast jay allen
0: you say you're tired of the old you say you're ready for the new I bring you the The revolution. revolution. The revolution is here. Safety FM Plus, available December 1st, 2020. Find out more at safetyfmplus.com.